This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. I hate Nicolas Cage like some people hate racism. I mean, I gotta be honest, dude. I, <laughs> That's pretty accurate. I hate Nicolas Cage so intensely, it's not even fucking funny. I'm a, I'll pop a second piece of chocolate on my I mouth. tried to tell you not to listen. And it was just red clay that I picked up off the ground. <laughs> and eating like a fucking idiot. You ain't dirt. I ain't dirt like a dumbass. Well, at least it wasn't then, dog poo. So you spend a lot of your free time squirting your cat in the butt. I try to get him in the butt every now and then so he'll wash his ass. I mean. <laughs> That's an intro clip right there, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. All right, so pretty early into me being with Nikki, we decided to get our first family dog, this little five-year-old golden retriever beagle mix named Max. And this dog was awesome and kind of an asshole. He was really smart and he knew it. We got him from the pound for $40 and out of the box, this dog knew all the standard tricks. He was housebroken, he could sit, he could speak, he could shake, and he was active as hell too. This dog wanted to play all the damn time. In fact, 10 minutes into owning him, I took him out to the backyard to take him into the back to use a bathroom and he showed me how much he liked to be active by escaping our fence and kicking off a little game I like to call Chase Me Asshole. I added that asshole part in there because the whole game was literally me chasing this little golden bastard all over the neighborhood, sometimes for hours on end, a couple of miles from the house, until he decided that the game was over. A year or so after we got him, we moved into the first ever house we bought, and then he had a backyard and a neighborhood full of kids. He was in heaven, so much so that he decided he would escape this fence anytime he could and run off after my son Chris and go play with the kids in the neighborhood. They all knew him by name, and they thought he was the best. Just the fact that his that Chris's dog could come out of the neighborhood and play with them on the streets when they would be out there playing ball and stuff, they thought that was awesome. Every time I'd go to catch him, one of the kids would help me grab him, and as we would get ready to leave and I'd put him in the car, all the kids would yell, Bye, Max, as he was leaving. He loved our neighbors so much that as he got older, he would stop running off to chase after Chris, and now he would just escape our fence and go lay on the neighbor's porch, sleep in the sun, and hang out with their old dog they had probably talking shit on the new puppies we'd gotten. It was perfect for him. All the kids in my family loved Max, too. My son grew up with him. My niece and nephew grew up with him as well. All the cousins, everybody who would come over to our house, this dog was always there. He was a fixture in our lives. He was just always Max. And for about nine years, that's the way it was. And then one day, things just sort of changed. He went from having all that energy and wanting to escape the fence all the time to just being really lazy. Then he started chewing his feet one day, and at first it was no big deal. I mean, dogs chew, but he kept on doing it, like obsessively. Then pretty quickly afterwards, he started to smell, like a nasty-ass smell a shower won't fix kind of bad. And at 14 years old, we feared the worst, but we always just kind of assumed that Max was immortal, you know, from being an asshole. But Nikki wanted to take him to the vet just to be safe, just to make sure that what was going on was normal stuff for just him being an old dog. And she called me after she'd gotten done with the vet, and I could tell the tone of her voice wasn't awesome. She explained that Max had a bad skin condition and all the chewing he was doing was to try to relieve some of the pain that he was in. 
the treatment was some sort of astronomical amount. In the beginning of our relationship, like $200 would have been an astronomical amount, but it was something like three grand that we were going to have to pay to try and work with the skin condition he had, and there was no guarantee that it would fix him. It would only treat his symptoms. We could keep on letting him live and keep on trying to treat the symptoms, but the vet basically said we'd be keeping him alive for us. Max definitely wasn't immortal. So instead of being sad, we formulated a plan. We were going to give Max one last hurrah, one last big bash. We scheduled a vet appointment for the following weekend, and we told everybody, if you want to see the $40 dog we got from the pound all those years ago one last time, you need to come to us because Max is sick, and this is probably going to be his last weekend. We took him over to our neighbor's house, who had loved him so much and had the older dog he used to hang out and talk shit with. And our neighbor Amy loved him so much like he was one of her own dogs. She just sat there and petted him. We took him to my in-law's house. They had this huge piece of property and they had a couple of dogs of, them, of their own. And we let him play with the two new puppies we'd gotten and with my in-law's dogs. And he still stunk and he still chewed, but he was alive and he was doing things that made Max happy. We told everyone this was going to be the last time they would see Max. And it started to feel more real, but I put it out of my mind because I didn't want to focus on him not being around. I just wanted to focus on him being there. I still remember this picture I took of him in our car as we're heading over to my in-law's place and he's got his head sticking out the window and the wind is blowing and you can just see like he is so happy. You can see in the picture how bad his skin was, but he didn't give a shit. His head was out the window and he was doing what made Max happy. Well, the next morning we got up and it was overcast outside and Nikki and Chris and I all piled into the car and we went to the vet and I could just feel this heaviness weighing on me. We went back to the room where the vet explained the process and told us Max wouldn't feel anything. He would be here, and then he wouldn't be. And as he explained it, tears were running down my cheeks. Max was too feeble to jump up on the table, so he's just sitting at my feet, you know, like everything's fine, like cool, we're at the vet, that's fine. And I remember getting down on the ground, and I'm crying, I'm pouring tears at this point, and I'm telling him, I don't give a fuck about having to chase you. I don't give a fuck about all the shitty asshole stuff you did. I don't give a fuck about the fact that you stunk for the past two years. I don't give a fuck about the fact that you've been chewing your feet. You were a good dog, Max, and I will always miss you. And then in a second, it was over. My first dog that I'd ever owned with my wife was gone. Max wasn't immortal, but he will always live on. Hey guys, welcome back to another week and now that I'm older. A show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online at nowthatimolder.com. We're also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder. And if you give to us like our badass Patreons, we're going to give right back to you. Remember, we just started Patreon-exclusive content this month, so go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder and sign up today so you can make sure not to miss out on any of the show. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIOPod. And you can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Potter and Family. Potter and Family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about badass independent podcasts, and basically create a family out of absolutely thin air. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Potter and Family, you're going to find our show as well as the White Wine True Crime Podcast, the Best Friend Podcast, and the Feelin' Film Podcast. 
And this week on episode 156, we're going to talk about a whole lot of stuff, but we're going to start out talking about some of the things that our families did that we had no idea were crazy until we moved out. Then later on, we're going to talk about a little bit of my dad's parenting style. And then we're also going to talk about how there's no such thing as a poop knife. And then later on, we're going to close the show with one of the worst episodes of Quantum Leap ever starring Kenny. So check it out. We'll be right back. gangbang all right i have a question for you it's it's a pretty it's a pretty serious question do you have anything in your family that you guys did that you never did outside your family like for mine it was something like my family was weird in the fact that we would go an entire summer without water because my dad refused to pay the gas bill i used to pretend to be a dog okay you used to pretend to be a dog but i'm talking about something like after you got out of being a child like it made no sense that you still did it. Like when I look back on us not having water or not having hot water for an entire no, no, year, I, I refuse to play these games with my family when they do something stupid that I think is illogical. Okay. I, I'm the one who's always like, no, this is stupid. So do you, did your family or your parents have anything? They like used that to that like, they, when they would take baths because my family's cheap. <laughs> okay. They would take baths and like, Two and a half inches of bath water. <laughs> I was like, that's just gross. That's not enough water to like dilute the dirt. <laughs> that's just nasty. There's water is not that expensive, yo. Put some goddamn water in the bathtub. Um, the, I don't, and they never took showers. I mean, that's just way too much water to waste. They never took showers. It was always, always baths. Took, oh. these little, these little <laughs> two, two inch baths. It was so gross. It was like, so uh. is this your grandparents or like your mom and dad that took the two inch baths? My grandparents. Like, your no. grandparents are so old school. Like my, my grandparents are all like, I think of them as so much more progressive. Like your grand, your grandparents have always seemed like doomsday preppers to me. Almost, yes, they want to grow their own food and shit. <laughs> like having the, like using chicken nuggets and chicken noodle soup and, and being like, just, I made soup, uh, and it's like, oh, uh, oh no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> just, just no. So um, it turns out that you um, cooked the noodles as soon as you started the broth, huh? <laughs> and they've just I can tell because they're. They're so melty in your mouth. Good <laughs> noodles are supposed to be like that, right? Yeah. They're um, they're they're just slimy. So <laughs> good, just trails of slime. They're not even really noodles at this point. They're just glucose. <laughs> so, um, for for me, I don't. Have, I mean, I have all the weird stuff <coughs> that was just completely normal in my household growing up. Like, um, let's see. Um, my dad shooting the kittens that would get on the car. <laughs> I, mean, used to, um, I used to have a fixation with like tile patterns. Fixation with tile patterns. My dad shot kittens, and you have a fixation on tile <laughs> yeah, patterns. Yeah, I used to really shut like, the hell up and let me finish my story. <laughs> I okay? used to really like you know how in the seventies all the different tiles with the different shades of green and brown were in everybody's bathroom. Right. I used to you know take those shapes and like to follow them in my head and make new shapes and. I used to do that shit with the uh, the the stuff on the ceiling. The holes where they would stamp. with the bullets. No, <laughs> there were no bullet holes in my house. The I mean, mold lines. <laughs> look, there was no mold in my house. They call them water lines, right? 
There was no mold in my house, okay? I, we might have lived in our trailer for a week without any running water. Rust stains. <laughs> okay. There might have been a bear gun in the closet. When your roof can rust. Look, just because we live in a trailer, you don't have to make fun of our trailer. Okay, so the reason I brought up weird habits, like for me, I have all that, the weird shit that I had growing up, like, you know, my dad shooting the kittens and, you know, just the weird shit that I There was some kind of weird air freshener trend, I remember. My grandmother was really into where the the toilet roll roller itself had air freshener in it. Toilet roller? Like once you put the toilet paper on and plugged into the little holder, the little spindle in the Uh middle. It was hollow and had, like, air freshener in it. That's not a weird thing that you grand, like. I, they don't make them anymore. Does. That's just, like, a weird marketing ploy that you grab. They, they were to. huge back then, dude. I can't believe you don't know what I'm talking about. <coughs> Look, dude, I'm talking about shit like. Well, I tried I was, to start on. one of the little pebbles. <laughs> of course you did. I don't know why I thought it would be a good idea. They're kind of like nerds. Remember a, the nerd candy? Yes. This is before nerds were out. And like, I don't think I was trying to snort it. I was like seven. So this is when you're like still kind of half retarded. <laughs> well, the, they came. All right. So you have the thing. You put the toilet paper roll on. Right? right. And these long slits. So it would breathe and let the freshener out. Right. Well, they were real weak. And you can just kind of push on it. And being a kid, this thing's looking fascinating. Like, <laughs> there should be some poison water just on this probably. Let's play with it. Because <laughs> this is the early 80s. Back when it was still the Wild West. <laughs> when kids would just, you know, eat shit. So, one of them miraculously popped out, like, into my hand. And it was like the never-ending story or some shit my little kid did. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, one of the magic pebbles came out. <laughs> the magic smoking pebble came and out. And it was like soft and hard at the same time. <laughs> kind of like a gummy. <laughs> and I think I went to sniff it. <laughs> and I distinctly remember the burn of it flying out there and like panic setting in. Like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because it's seven. <laughs> my dad. My dad. At seven years old, this is situation red. <laughs> And you have that moment of panic yeah, when that happens. Because your sinuses are all young and fresh. Hold on. That's that moment of panic, though, where you go, can I get around <laughs> telling mom and dad? <laughs> oh, you still don't want to say nothing. Exactly. Unless you're in the bathroom, the sanctuary of peace. So. And you're blowing your nostrils into the <laughs> That's sink. what I did. I grabbed the toilet and I blocked off the other nostril, and I just let it rip hard. And, like, on the third blow, that motherfucker popped out, and the burning started to go away. I felt like a champion. <laughs> um... <laughs> One of my earliest memories is, is something along these lines. Of I learned to keep something. shit away from my nose after that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was horrible. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, it got stuck in that first fold of your nose nostril. <laughs> where it's like, that's the shape those things are in. Like, the nerds. It perfectly plugged up in that little hole. It was like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I've got you now. It ruined everything is what happened. Like you were, everything was going fine. You were, you were perfectly fine. You were looking at it. Like you, you had all that child wonderment in your head. You're like, Oh, this is perfect. First time it's, a, did, it's a magical pebble. Probably I'm, kept me from doing cocaine for a few years. I'm going to bury this in the yard and something magical will spring up. Oh my God. I started it. Oh my God. I started it. Like, <laughs> I was just trying to smell it. <laughs> um, one of my earliest memories, I was about five years old and um, like a reverse booger. <laughs> I was about five years old and I was eating a, one of those uh, Hershey's chocolate bars, like where it's, it's like the long chocolate bar 
And it wasn't the giant one or anything like that. My parents weren't <laughs> savages, but like it was just, just a regular like Hershey's bar, and I was just enjoying okay, the shit okay, out of it. It's a Hershey bar. We Shut got, the fuck up and let me talk. We got the visualization. It's a goddamn bar of chocolate. So it's a Hershey's bar, and uh, <laughs> and I'm sitting there enjoying it. I'm loving it. I'm like scarfing it down, loving the chocolate. And, Emily Scott Dickerson over here, <laughs> and you know I dropped some on the ground. So being a kid, like fuck that, it's chocolate. I'm not gonna let that shit Five go to second waste. Rule. So, like, the 15-second rule back then, you didn't give a shit. My, my grandmother didn't have dogs. So I reached <laughs> down to the floor, and I grabbed the chocolate up. Well, there's this other piece of chocolate sitting next to it on the floor. <laughs> Today's a learning day for Shane. There's another piece of chocolate sitting on and the, Dude, this chocolate looks great, but it, uh, looks, it, it looks a little bit more crumbly than the other chocolate. <laughs> so I popped the piece for stop. the first. Stop right here. I popped the first piece of chocolate in my mouth. And it's like, yes, dude, fucking Hershey's chocolate. We and I popped the second. Down this road, ladies and gentlemen. I popped the second piece of chocolate in my I mouth. I tried to tell you not to listen. And it was just red clay that I picked up off the ground. <laughs> you ain't dirt. And eating like a fucking idiot. <laughs> you ain't dirt. <laughs> I ain't dirt like a dumbass. Well, at least it wasn't then, dog poo. And then immediately spit on the ground in my grandmother's house. I bet it was all chalky. Mama was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> and then she made fun of me for doing something stupid. I didn't want to admit it at first. <laughs> Dirt. <laughs> My mom ate the gross and I spit on the floor. <laughs> it might be chocolate. I can't pass up the opportunity. <laughs> you had your little white suit on, you little bolo. I can't pass up this opportunity. <laughs> You see this chocolate sitting here? It's beautiful. I'm about to eat both of these pieces of chocolate. One may be a completely different color than the other, but I'm going to eat it as well. That's beautiful brownness. Um. So yeah, that was my uh, that was my stupidity when it came to eating something. Um. I do remember waking up one time when I was a kid, and um, my brother had woken up before me and my dad. My dad worked third shift. So Saturday morning, like my job was basically to wake up and parent Stephen until dad was able to participate. And it wasn't his fault. Like he was asleep. Mom was like, listen, this is how you do some shit. And like she taught us how to fend for ourselves until dad could wake up because it was the fucking eighties. People had to work. He didn't really care about y'all. He let y'all start. And it wasn't fucking, he didn't care about us. He just fucking was working. So uh. shut up. Okay. Stop pointing out the flaws in my logic. Okay. I'm dealing with my childhood shit the best way I can. And you need to stop poking you, holes you in it. You kids need to learn how to feed yourself. Your dad ain't going to feed you. He don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> Unless he's hungry, you ain't hungry. <laughs> so. Um, don't lie. Unless he's hungry. <laughs> so my little brother wakes up. Steven gets up like 30 minutes before I do. And he is going to make breakfast for everybody. So he decides to go into the kitchen at like, I don't know, three years old and starts cracking eggs. Like we had one of these big 24 packs. There were eggs all over the floor. He had cracked them. Like he cracked like 18 of the 24 eggs all over the place. My dad wakes up. What was up. his master plan? Was he scrambling these eggs? He was going to cook them. But instead Hold of- on. You said cook them, but I want more details. He was three years old. He didn't have a master plan. He woke up and said, I was going to make eggs. He, he had the breaking them part down. And that's as far as he got in his plan. Was So my dad jumps out and grabs the vacuum and starts vacuuming them up. Not a wet vacuum, I bet. No. 
<laughs> no, not at all. Like a little handheld piece where he's sticking the handheld piece in the little pockets of the 24 pack, the like double dozen pack that you buy that has the slip cover over the top. Oh, no. And he's sucking the yolks out into the bag. Baby, what is you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> so, oh. So, oh. so he wakes up like my dad's in this like haze. Your poor mother. And like he's vacuuming <laughs> she, eggs up in this thing and he gets all the eggs all, vacuumed yeah. up. <laughs> And he makes us some cereal and shit. And like, we sit in front of the TV and everything's fine. And my dad puts the vacuum away. And then like a few days later, my mom's like, why does the vacuum smell so bad? <laughs> Maybe like rotten eggs. It smells kind of oh. fucking nasty. Like something bad. Like it smells like a fart in here. Like what's wrong? And me and my little brother, I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we would have told. <laughs> Well, we did end up telling the story later on. My brother especially would have narked. I probably would have been quiet, been like... There was always an unspoken bond between me and my brother. Like, I could do some pretty gnarly shit to him when we would wrestle. You didn't do it, though. Well, I did talking about times. my brother would narc on my dad. No, I'm saying, like, between me and my brother, there was an unspoken bond where I did some crazy shit to him, and he did some crazy shit to me, and we'd be like, I will fucking tell. I will tell so hard if there you was fucking no, come at me. There was no bond like that. There was just, the, if you tell... No matter what they do to me, it will not be as bad as what I'll do to you. Well, remember, in my family, me and Stephen kind of went through some trials and tribulations to get to adulthood. Your I, family had I a kind of cushy. You chose trials and tribulations as opposed Those to just fine by the rules. I brought up this whole story about fucking crazy things families do because I had a story about it. But it feels like, you know, we've already talked about the crazy no, no, shit that you we've do? done. What did you have done? Well, it wasn't anything that I did. It was actually a story that I found. Um, it was something from Reddit where a guy found out that his family did something really crazy, a lot crazier than everybody else. Like, when I'm talking about crazy shit, I'm talking about stuff just your family did. Like, for me, when I moved in with Nikki, she started putting medicine on the windowsill. Weird. And I'm like. Okay. Like every medication she had, if it was medicine for Christopher, it was medicine for me, medicine for her, always on the windowsill. And I'm like, God, why is our medicine on the windowsill? Well, that's just where you put it. I was like, well, we, we have a medicine cabinet <laughs> where medicine would typically go. And she goes, well, you just put it on the windowsill. And this goes on for like two or three years before finally I looked over it and I said, how about your mom put medicine on the windowsill, didn't she? She was like, yeah, when I was growing up, that's where the medicine went. I was like, okay, it's all coming together. <laughs> So that's what I'm talking that, about. Shit that amazed that, you? No, it, just, it, was, it was one of those that things. Was like, that was a big regulation for you. People learn to do what their parents did from habit. Mm. <laughs> I mean, just because you didn't kill any kittens or anything. There was a lot of nature versus nurture when it came to me. Okay? Let's just say the upbringing I got from Mama and Papa, along with the upbringing my mom was able to give me, I was able to shun some of the the stab your dog because he See, might be demon possessed. That, I or, was the one that was up to all the trouble in my family. Like I had my brother convinced for a little while we had a third brother <laughs> who was older than me. And that he was bad. And got he was Francis away. from fucking uh, Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> Basically, he got sent away because he was a bad kid. Exactly. And I had my brother mad resenting my parents for like a few days. <laughs> I can't remember what I named him. 
my brother does. He tells me all the time. <laughs> he remembers about it. And it fucked up how we can do stuff. But seriously, like still to this day, like my little brother, like still to this day, even though I bought him a replacement Sergeant Slaughter tank. <laughs> he hates that dude, shit. He will pull that shit out as a story about how I wronged him at any party, at any social <laughs> gathering. Immediately, he whips that shit out like it's his fucking Trump card. Like that's the moment that he's like, my brother fucked me one time. Okay. And he destroyed a piece of my childhood with something that he did. So the story I found was about this guy on Reddit who had something his family did that pretty much nobody else does. He says uh, he was over to a friend's house and it had been a couple of days in between pooping. So he had to go to the restaurant. Hold on. He went how many days without pooping? He said it had been two days since he pooped. Who goes two days without pooping? This guy, apparently, who's been constipated and doesn't understand. Uh, Dude, that's not... If if I go, like, a whole day, there's pills coming out. (laughs) I I poop several times a day. And that shit doesn't happen. Shit gets backed up. It hurts. So, this guy doesn't need as much beef as you, apparently. (laughs) Oh, dude, whatever. I don't care about beef or whatever. You gotta poop. So... That's natural. So this guy's over at his friend's house where he's been out of pooping for two days. So this asshole holds off his pooping while he's at home. I think he's cheap and don't want to pay sewage fees. <laughs> he's coming over here and pooping in somebody else's facility. He doesn't even have any toilet paper. He's <laughs> using all the nice charmin at his house. So he goes over to his friend's house. He has to poop. Goes to the bathroom. Fucks he says, "He says I go into the bathroom and I lay a gigantic See, dump. That's not constipation. That's holding it, making it somebody else's problem." <laughs> That's just rudeness. It is. Okay. I mean, he should have handled that shit before he left home. So he says, I'm sitting there in the bathroom and I'm looking around and I'm wondering. You might you have know, to read an article or something to get it done. <laughs> it always happened right away, but you could have, you could have handled that before you got to my house. My you knew good and well what you were going to be doing. So dude's sitting there on the toilet and he gets done with his business and he says, I'm, you know, I'm finishing up and stuff like that. And I look down and like I said, you know, it was a, the, it was a large dump. And he starts looking around in the bathroom trying to find out where the poop knife is. I've read this article. That's, this article's stupid. Ain't nobody got no poop knife. Ain't nobody got no poop knife. You, you turn the water on, it'll break. Unless you have some <laughs> idea of mutant-ass poop. This is bullshit. This, is, this article is some author trying to troll people. You don't think that No anybody... family has a poo knife. <laughs> Hold on. You watched Sunny in Philadelphia when they had the fucking toe knife. On that show, they might have a poo knife because that show's ridiculous. They have a cat named Special Agent Jack Bauer, too. And you do say the entire name. <laughs> Dude, I'm just saying, there could be a poop knife. There's no poop knife. This is a made-up story. Well, that takes all the air out of the story. Well, Sorry, guys. Kenny decided he wanted to no, shit all I over hate, this one. I'm hating on this story. This is a false story to gross people out. There's no poop knife. There might be a poop knife. There's no poop knife. I have a gross story with poop. Oh, let's hear the good. I knew there was a lead in somewhere when you started trying to weasel your way out of it. Well, it's not anything that I did with poop or anything like that. Um, We lived in our trailer when we moved to Villarica for about a week. The land of mud. Without, yeah, with the red clay. But the red clay that I ate was actually at Mama's <laughs> house. It wasn't at uh, the trailer. Land of chocolate. So we lived at this trailer for about a week without red any Red clay is water. not even chocolate covered. <laughs> Five years old, dude. It's like eating brick chocolate. What is it, a brick? Well, that may be chocolate. 
maybe it's some sort of weird chocolate Your assessment skills milk, wrong. milk chocolate weirdness um so can you, can you draw this clock at 10 past 11 what can you draw a clock with the hands at 10 past 11 why is that it's a cognitive test i want to see if you have dementia shut the fuck up dude <laughs> god damn it what's wrong with that's you? why you want to take the test folks anyway go ahead clay eater <laughs> So, we moved into our trailer. We'd get our trailer moved from Villarica out to, uh, or from Douglasville out to Villarica. We pulled our trailer in. We lived there for about a week without running water. <coughs> and there were times that we would load up and go to the bathroom away from the trailer, like at the Hardee's down the road. Because back then, there was basically a Hardee's and a Pizza Hut. You know you're out in the country when there's a Hardee's. And a Pizza Hut, and that's it. Like back everywhere in, got pizza. I mean, you can go into like Death Valley. There's Death Valley Pizza, but probably we, a Hardee's too. Because right now, wherever there's nothing else, there's a Hardee's. We would go to the gas station down the road, but there were times that you know it, it you had to go right then. So we used the back bathroom, and there was no way to flush, like none. So y'all just took a poop and left the poop on the poop. Uh, you pooped on poop. It smelled so bad. <laughs> God, it smelled oh my so God. bad. Oh my God. That's so unsanitary. <laughs> oh Why did y'all not have pooping facilities at the house again? Because we didn't have any running water. We had Why to run you? the plumbing. Water's like $32. We had to run the now. plumbing. We had to dig the plumbing and like dig out to the septic <sighs> tank and shit. It was a, it was a whole thing. Um, let me let me get through this because this is painful. <laughs> I'm just going to say. I don't this think is, you were supposed to be living there. <laughs> this is painful. Okay. I don't think. I don't think legally, so I don't think legally y'all are supposed to be living in that trailer with children. So we were pooping on poop. At Hardy's. No, at our house. Um, at our house. Um, and at the end of the week, we got, we got the plumbing dug. All dug. Everything's running. We got running water. The water turns on. It's like fucking, yay, we got water, water, yay. You know, we live like normal humans finally. And we couldn't just flush the toilet because there's poop on poop and stuff. So you couldn't just flush it. So someone had to clean it out uh, 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 no. <laughs> before it got flushed. I would go find a Mexican and pay him $100. Well, why would you find a Mexican if you had like a six-year-old, seven-year-old kid? Because it's like the county would frown upon that. <laughs> if you had a small child. Oh, my God. This is hideous. Hideous. That was like in like age for fourth grade. What? What? How old were you in fourth grade? Like ten? Like ten? Like nine? Ten? You suck it. You kind of like melted at first when you were like six. You're you're malleable though. Still at this point, like I, I was a little, a little bit, bit too far. Poop. Ten years old scooping poop out of the toilet, like <laughs> uh, full on much. poop on poop, dude. I would have thrown up on somebody maliciously. Full on <laughs> poop, I'm crying while I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be crying. Oh, oh my god! My dad used this to. This is make the me, worst thing ever. My dad decided that we weren't going to pay <laughs> to have our house painted one year, and I think I was. It was middle school, maybe. Maybe it's like sixth grade, so maybe like twelve years old. Somewhere like right, not quite a man yet. Yeah, more like on the cusp. Yeah, so he bought all this stain. Like you were a man by Spartan standards. <laughs> bought like the shitty ass compressor that wasn't strong enough, and a spray can to, to paint the house. We're doing it ourselves now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this house we lived in at the time had paneling, but it wasn't like vinyl. 
It was like cedar. Like, not solid wood, like literally sponge wood. <laughs> you spray the paint on it and it just sucks it this up. This is like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. It's on its side here now. <laughs> Every spray was a different shade. <laughs> and it was supposed to be like this brownish color and it was so orange. <laughs> it was so awesome. It was like your house like tiger stripes, basically. You know how like your mom goes to get her hair done blonde that one time? <laughs> hey, mom. It doesn't take. It's like copper. The house looks like a penny. Dude, like when I dyed my hair in my 20s, and it was fucking red. Yeah. It was like orange red. Yeah. Same thing. Stupid. <laughs> so this house looks like a penny, and we're spraying it. And there's part of the house that's like three stories because you get the basement. The first and second, so it's really high. It's like a peak over the driveway. Did your dad have to put you guys on your shoulder? On his no, shoulders? No, we had or? like an extend one of those extending ladders. Okay, but like I was scared of heights, and he like I was like one of those kids that didn't pay attention real good. <laughs> it's <laughs> so a good formula. He was up on the ladder, and I was supposed to be holding it because he wasn't real crazy about heights either. <laughs> and I'm supposed to hold it so the ladder doesn't move. And he's up there supposed to be painting. And I'm dicking off. And the ladder's moving. And he's getting ill as shit. So he goes down the ladder all mad. And he makes me climb the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> I got like imagine a little baby up. kitty. I'm like, <laughs> I got about halfway up. And I'm like, start screaming bloody fucking murder. My mom. I'll call Sean to be if she can't do this to me. <laughs> Their bedroom window was on that wall. It was like the only window on that whole wall. And my mom opens the window and she's like, what are you doing to him? And I'm like, I'm going to die. I start trying to go from the window on a panic. And my dad won't hold the ladder. He's all salty about it. Like, see what it's like? (laughs) I'll put your fucking safety at risk. You son of a bitch. If you don't hold the fucking ladder for me, this goes back to the fucking, I'll kill you if you drop the end of that TV, boy. That kind of parenting that we had. And then for me, I remember going to the fucking football ceremony with Christopher where they gave everybody a trophy. There was a trophy. There everybody. Was, there was climb up this ladder and feel what death looking at you in the face feels like. No, if you won, you got a trophy. The neighbors were all like, you can't do this. <laughs> to let him off the ladder. Now I'm going to kick it a few times so you can see what that feels like. Imagine your dad shaking the ladder and showing you're on it. Ah! Fuck you, boy. It'll make you tough. Teach you to hold the ladder, right? My dad told me going on the... Uh, we never finished painting that. <laughs> your tiger-striped house. But it looked terrible. Dude. First of all, stain is not meant to go through a sprayer. <laughs> no. It wasn't paint. It was stain and it wasn't like you could strip stain out of cedar <laughs> the cedar was all falling off and shit in place it was horrible it was the worst experience <laughs> it sounds like a terrible episode of some sort of home show everything was horrible when we tried to do something at home my dad's project sucked i hated him i hated it every time he was like we're gonna do this no whereas my, my dad was the kind of guy who like in a, in a parallel world, my dad is probably an evil genius because he's got like all this personality and he's got all this engineering ability. But my dad was just like, my dad. <laughs> I don't like the way that guy was looking at me. 
My dad was just so much my dad. Like <laughs> my so dad was a my verb. Dad. <laughs> my dad could be a verb. Like he really dentist that up, you know. Like <laughs> that's kind of the way my dad was as a kid because he had all this confidence, but he had like no sense in a lot of ways. <laughs> my dad just was a lot. My dad was hood before anybody knew what hood was. That's literally what happened. But like I said, in a parallel universe, he's probably like you know an evil genius because he's got. All this charisma and all this fucking ability to basically take the other, e- <laughs> one of the other evil geniuses looked at it in the wrong No, way. in the alternate universe, he's 6'3", okay? He's 6'3 in the alternate universe. So he doesn't have to get mad about somebody being taller than him and talking shit to him. <laughs> you said that. You're just waiting to look down at him one day, aren't you? Every time I visit him and give him a hug when we leave. <laughs> He's like, boy, give me a hug. First few times we went to go see him after um, I'd like fully developed and grown into the man I became and all that shit. <laughs> we got his first bra. <laughs> <laughs> I went in. <laughs> we got a fisticuff and shit. And he was like, holy shit, you got a lot more reach now. Um, <coughs> but it was funny when he went to go give me a hug. He was like, these uh, these boys in here always ask me who the men were that came to see me. And I'm like, those are my sons. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder if he has to explain it and <laughs> be like, no, I promise. They're my kids. <laughs> Their mama's really tall. Shut up. My mom's not that tall. Okay. Like my mom, like mom, Barbara, the woman who birthed me is like fucking your birth mama. Five ten. My mom, who's Steven's mom. Steven is six foot. I'm six three. And my mom is like five eight. Like Darlene is like she's five, five eight. She's five eight enough to lock him in a closet. <laughs> my mom is is my mom is an entity, I guess you could say, unto herself. Uh, There's that closet, put her feet on the door. <laughs> my mom it's was, in my head. I can totally see it. <laughs> my mom was not afraid to brawl. Let's just put it that way. My mom grew up watching wrestling. My mom grew up like watching my dad watch wrestling. And if she felt the need to get into fisticuffs, I, I with would my dad, have no doubt she'd hit somebody with a bacon pan. Um, my mom <laughs> open hand slapped um, Stephen and Alex on more than one occasion. She pushed me over the curb. Um, she wrestled me one time for my keys to the car. Um, my mom was not afraid uh, to get history physical. Not, history and not wanting to give up the keys in appropriate times. All right, guys, that's it for the Now That I'm Older this week. We're going to go ahead and uh, end the show here. Why are you going to be a hater? I'm not being a hater, Kenny. It's just time to end the show. It's time for everything to end and to us to, to fade. Why would your mom have to wrestle you week? for your keys? Was it because it was an inappropriate time for you to be driving? No, it was a time that she wanted to borrow the car, and I didn't want to let her borrow the car. And we don't need to get into the, the logistics of it. Let's just say that my mom launched herself at me like a missile over the car to try and grab the keys from me. And it was an interesting day at the Smith household. The Rock and Roll Express versus the Midnight <laughs> Express over here. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you got beat. <laughs> I was Robert Gibson. You're a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. My mom is not afraid to go if it's necessary. My mom is not afraid of any one of the boys that she raised that are over six foot tall and way bigger than her, and she is not afraid to get physical if the situation calls for it. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break, but when we get back, we're going to talk about the worst episode of Quantum Leap ever starring Kenny. So check it out. We'll be right back. Wrapped in these messages, we'll be right back. 
Welcome to Super Movie Brothers Promo Edition. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your other host, Super Movie Brother Jay. We're a show that talks about movies, talks about beers. I'm the guy that likes big Hollywood blockbusters, big explosions, big dicks, big tits just being thrown out there in your face. I love your comic book movies. I love your sci-fi movies. This is my co-host Jay. He's your more indie art house motherfucker. I'm the guy who likes small dicks, small tits, small independent films that you guys all have never heard of. But we come together to talk about movies and deliver you news on movies. We talk about trailers on movies. We give movie reviews. We're here to bring it all to you with big, hard fucking cocks and small cocks, too. There's, there's small cocks need love too but you can find us on iTunes at Super Movie Brothers Podcast find us on Twitter at Super Movie Pod check us out cheers cheers I love the smell of commerce in the morning alright Kenny this week we're going to do a brand new commercial for Patreon you've already been told what pa- you've already been told what Patreon is uh, I knew you, you were going to ask you me assume that I listen. don't fucking ask me what Patreon is Patreon is the place patreon.com slash now let them older where if they go there give us money donate oh. to the podcast every month yeah give me some money it's for now that I'm older. It's not for Kenny. There is no place to donate to Kenny. Don't try to donate directly to Kenny. Patreon.com, if you go there, we're going to give you things like stickers, T-shirts, uh, unreleased content. We're also going to have Kenny do a shout-out where he talks about you directly, and he's going to do his best to make it as nice as possible. No, I'm not. Well, why, why the big secret? People are smart. They can handle it. The person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. 1,500 years ago, everybody knew the Earth was the center of the universe. 500 years ago, everybody knew the Earth was flat. And 15 minutes ago, you knew that people were alone on this planet. Imagine what you'll know tomorrow. What if the dinosaurs never went extinct? What if dreams are passages to alternate realities? What happened to Jimmy Hoffa? What if Satan was the good guy? What if there are a podcast that explores these questions and many more? There is. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, and wherever you get your podcasts. Sorry we had to hose you there, but you were kind of out of control. All right. So the other day I'm sitting around looking on the internet and I saw a clip from one of my favorite movies of all times, which was Face Off. And definitely not because of Nicolas Cage, all because of John Travolta. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> this is one of your favorite movies. You- okay. Let me, let me go back. One of my favorite action movies, because the, the, the stuff that this movie went, went into was really cool. And for the most part, like Nicolas Cage, this is one of the best performances he has in all of the shitty performances he has. This no. is one of the best. These people don't understand what kind of step that was that we just witnessed. I hate Nicolas Cage like some people hate racism. I mean, like, I gotta be honest, dude. I, <laughs> That's pretty accurate. I hate Nicolas Cage so intensely, it's not even fucking funny, okay? <laughs> but I'm sitting around looking at that and it got me to thinking, like, what if you woke up one day Seriously, you woke up out of the blue, and you had someone else's face. Depends on whose face it was. Let's say it was Bo. Man, fuck you. Let's say you woke up, and <laughs> Bo, they had some Bo, sort of technology. Bo couldn't face swap with me. Bo would have to face swap with like an orc or something that has the same kind of facial structure. But again, you were asleep when all this happened. 
It okay. doesn't matter if I'm asleep. My head wouldn't fit his face. It they have the technology, dude. They do not, there's no technology for that shit. He's got like a little peanut head. <laughs> it looks like one of the little skinny orcs with the ears that stick out. So Kenny wakes up. You know, like when you're playing that game, the first one, that one orc who's like a turncoat who works with you, who's a little skinny, looks kind of like... Gollum, right? What's his name? Rat Tooth. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Rat Tooth. Yeah, Bo's, I can see Bo being Rat Tooth. So Kenny wakes up and he's got Bo's face, Dude, which I'm obviously no. means he has, he has this, this little bitty ass face on his big they ass have head. To, like stretch his face out. So it look, I look like a like somebody who had no nose. No, you would be all pulled in. You'd look like one of those wallpapers on your desktop when you go to get a little picture and try to make it really big. Why are you big? wearing a stocking on your head? I'm not. This is both face stretched over my you know normal human sized skull. So because I have a brain that has to fit in all that. Well, again, you're gonna have this little ass face on your big ass head. <laughs> Go look at Ziggy cartoon. But you go wake up and you're Bo. Like you wake up and try no. to go to work and they're like, you got to get the no. fuck out of here. No, 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 that would happen. Why? Because I'd, I'd kill myself. <laughs> so instead of trying to like go on a rampage, figure out who was involved. Who's going to take me serious with that little ass <laughs> face on my head? <laughs> Ugly face and that. Fucking gray and you, ass and teeth and a fucking orc nose, and you suddenly have like Bo's voice and shit. Like you no, don't even sound no, like no. yourself. I don't, I don't, I don't really, I'm not able to spit while I talk enough to be Bo. <laughs> he does stuff like that. That's not an exaggeration. <laughs> so you wake up and you're Bo, and now you're on this. You're on this rampage to find out. Remember Bloom County? Yes, the Opus cartoons. Yeah, yeah. Remember Bill the Cat? No. I'm I'm just disappointed right now. Oh wait, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he died. I mean, he, he's one of the very few comic stars that died on that day. But anyway, remember Bill would like be in the, would just be like in the middle of a sentence. Why? Why? Why did you how Bo would talk? Bo's brain would just short out in the middle of a sentence, and he would stick his tongue out and go. So he'd be like, "Hey Shane, um, what is the uh, that guy's name?" I, I remember when his brain would kind of reset while he was talking and shit like that. So let's say when you wake up with his little ass face on your big ass head, <laughs> it's not gonna your happen. voice now changes to that. And you have to start doing that. What if you woke up and your like, face is replaced with my cat's asshole? Dude, that's, that's the same equivalent. That's ridiculous. Okay. We're talking about my like cat's just, asshole, asshole is way more attractive than Bo. With 3D printers, they can make Bo's face fit on your head. <laughs> just imagine my cat's ass <laughs> 3D print. That was horrible. <laughs> I was like, why are you giving people science has gone too far? <laughs> this is a four ass monkey. <laughs> oh, we call it Bo. <laughs> so you're not going to go no, on a I'm rampage trying to not, find out who, I'm not who did your, this? I'm not playing your reindeer games on this one. <laughs> <laughs> There's no world where I'll ever look like Bo. Ever. This okay. ain't a what if comic book, nigga. This is not happening. <laughs> okay, so let's change it up then. Let's say you're not Bo. Let's say you're Bo. <laughs> First off, there's no way I could ever be Bo. Let's see. <laughs> there's let's, just no well, let's way. Let's just go with it. Imagine if you showed up here to podcast. <laughs> I'd probably shoot you. <laughs> Kenny, it's me. <laughs> You'd be like, Bo, get the fuck out of my house right now, dude. What are you doing here? Why do you have Shane's bag? Why did you drive here in the car? <laughs> I'm detaining you. <laughs> you obviously killed Shane. Do not resist. <laughs> Kenny, it's me. I mean, like, 
<laughs> Immediately, Kenny's got my gunpoint as soon as I show up. I'm over here trying to be like, no, Kenny, remember that one time? And Kenny's like, no, I don't remember the goddamn time. You Shut stay up. stay on the ground. You keep your hands out. Kenny, it's fucking me. No, it's not. Shut up. Simon says, shut the fuck up. Dude, I'd go home and Piper would attack me. I mean, it'd be, it'd be a bad scene, dude. She'd think you were a monster because you look like <laughs> Oh my God, the orcs are here. You did call him a mongoloid at one point, dude. Let's he be looks honest. like the closest thing I've seen to like Sam, uh, what's his name? Sam Jackson's Lord of the Rings character is brought to life. I mean, so let's, let's say you're that not. That dude doesn't even have to work no more. Who, Sam Jackson? Yeah, he just made, not Samuel Jackson, Sam Jackson, the director. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who made the Lord of the Rings trilogy. He just, he basically just hangs out. <laughs> I mean, imagine, seriously imagine your life if you didn't have to do anything. He probably has the best cosplay collection for Lord of the Rings ever. Like, I would play a lot of G.I. Joes. If I, I bet had he kept nothing, one of those Hobbit houses. If I had nothing to do. Like, I'd live in the Hobbit house. Hell like, yeah, I'd live in the Hobbit house. It's like a pimp. Well, it, the Hobbit house would be the ultimate place to go, like, chill, like, put a big screen TV on the wall. be careful. If Nikki listens to this episode, next thing you never know, you've been living in a Hobbit house. <laughs> in, the mi- in the middle of Costa Rica or some shit. <laughs> You're about Shane? He used to be so full of life. He got washed away in a hurricane in Costa Rica. <laughs> they are kidnapped by, by kidnappers. No, their fucking house filled up with water when a tsunami came. Hey, isn't that his medallion over there? Yeah, the kidnappers had it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I, I can imagine that. Like, she's looked at those things where we'll watch some of those crazy things. Like, the other day we watched uh, Container Houses. And it's one of those shows where they talk about taking shipping containers and making actual living spaces out of them. Places it looks so easy on the show. Well, the thing is, you got to get somebody. But remember to build how it. much we had to work on this table that we're using. <laughs> First off, I'm never going to be the one. If you're ever wondering whether or not I'm going to be the guy to build a container house, <laughs> no. The words and answers to that are all no. You mean like on a computer? Because <laughs> with work. a 3D printer, <laughs> I'll, I'll design it. Somebody else has to put that shit together. No, somebody else is going to operate the crane, dude. I would knock over my house. I'd knock over the Keith, neighbor's house. Keith, he'll come over and knock it over for you. <laughs> <laughs> Come over and fucking break the cable line. That's um, what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't want to break it. I'll get Keith. He'll break it for me. <laughs> you guys don't remember my uh, my father-in-law came over while we were digging a trench around our house and broke the cable <laughs> line, not once, but twice while we were digging the fucking trench around the house. But getting back to Sam Jackson, the guy who directed <laughs> Lord of the Rings, imagine if you were like, like, what would you do with yourself if you had no responsibility anymore? Like, if money wasn't an issue... Would you do stupid shit like go buy an island and shit? Like, just chill? I'd make four-ass monkeys. <laughs> You'd immediately turn into fucking the Marlon Brando character on South Park and be like, all right. It's a monkey with four asses. Is that not the most amazing thing you've ever seen? So, Kenny, what have you been up to? Have you seen my monkey with four asses? Yeah, you showed that to me when I got here. We're trying to get to five or six, but so far testing hasn't worked out. Kenny, who's this weird midget that hangs out with you? <laughs> don't worry about him. <laughs> he looks exactly don't, like don't you. Don't look him in the eye, whatever you do. His name's Kevin, okay? Don't talk to Kevin. It's Trevor. <laughs> Little Trevor. <laughs> so now you've turned into a guy who, when you have infinite money, infinite time, all your foot, not, not curing cancer, not trying to come up with some sort of sustainable food source to be able to feed homeless people. Making monkeys with four asses. That's that's your pursuit. If you had no responsibilities at all. Of it's not like that's going to be everything. It's how, just like the first hour of the day. How big of a part of your life do you think Pal Paws would be 
if a pound paws would be huge, and we'd have a whole army of cats. I mean, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. So now you're wanting to build fucking Hydra with cats, okay? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, why do you think we're teaching about use fire? <laughs> um, I feel like I feel like we need to unpack this offline because I thought I thought personally that. It was supposed to be about firearm safety. Dude, if you had cats <laughs> and had them armed and under your control, you'd be unstoppable. Uh, let me just say, if you had an army of cats that were actually fucking, that would listen to you, number one, <laughs> you'd be unstoppable. Number two, if you put weapons on them, <coughs> excuse me, you're asking for a mutiny. There's you're, no mutiny. Dude, they're cats. They need naps. They need way too many naps for mutinies. But think about this, dude. You try to attack it fucking... You're, you're, you're trying to go... You're not understanding. I've always had cats. I know how to deal with cats. You're so a dog you're... person. You don't get it. Yeah, because I tell the dogs to do shit and they do it. I mean... <laughs> See, it's not the, it doesn't work that way with cats. You have to play this game. <laughs> you on your goddamn computer alerts. Look, dude. I don't, I don't ask it to do this shit. It just does it, okay? There's a way to turn that off. Yeah, and I do it every time we start, and for some reason it turns itself back up, okay? Uh-huh. Leave it alone and shut uh-huh. the fuck up. Uh-huh. So how are you going to control cats now that you've got, like, You Tommy- play mind games with them. Now that you've got you guns mounted doubt- to the cats. You make them doubt their uh, their you, their self-image. Make them <laughs> doubt their self. How do you make a cat? You, you're dirty as fuck, you motherfucker. You can't even bathe yourself, right? What kind of cat are you? So- he's going to, like, go take a bath. Boom, just made him take a bath because I wanted him to. So you play self-deprecation games with your cats. Some cats. Different cats, different methods, man. Sometimes you got to gaslight them. <laughs> so how do you gaslight your cat, Kenny? I'm, I'm honestly, like, let, let's let's follow this rabbit hole because I have no, no idea. Gaslighting doesn't work on my cat. My cat's a whole <laughs> different subject. What works on your cat? Nothing works on my cat. He does what he fucking wants. So, Unless I get like the heavy fire out in the squirt bottle, and then that still takes a couple shots. So you he tries s- to play hard. Like the first time I squirt him in the face, he tries to like hold his ground. Like he stands up and like, like, <laughs> like pats his chest. I don't care. Fist. And the second one hits him, he's like, okay, I care. God, ah. But like if you shoot my cat in the side, like in a non-vital area with a water gun, he'll just look at you like, ha, ha. I'm going to get you a Nerf gun. You have to either get him in the face or the bowl <laughs> for it to make any impact. So you spend a lot of your free time squirting your cat in the butt. I try to get him in the butt every now and then so he'll wash his ass. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's an intro clip right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's a cat. I mean, that's so weird, dude. So you sit around squirting your cat with a water bottle. That's the only way you get him. So you're well, like, if I threaten him, he'll look and see where the water bottle is. And if it's out of reach, he'll be like, hey, I'll do anything you say until you can get up. <laughs> It'll be a minute before you're mad enough to get up. So, in your scenario where you take over Pal Paws and start running it kind of like Cobra, because like, I've dealt with the master criminal cat, <laughs> I should be able to deal with regular cats like piece of cake. So, you're thinking that all you need to do is just build like these huge water cannons <laughs> to be able to control your army. The regular cats, a regular little squirt bottle will do. My cat's different. So, you're my cat gets in the shower with me. So, so your thought is like squirt cannons. And he'll jump in the sink when you're trying to brush your teeth. It's weird. <laughs> squirt cannons for the cats. You're going to have a loudspeaker so you can like give no them some squirt self-deprecation. Cannons. You just need some water bottles. It's not that big of a deal. Well, if you have an army, what are you going to do? How, what do you got? Like train people running next yes. to cats to squirt them? Yeah. Your army's going to be really busy squirting the cats, dude. So you <laughs> not my army, hold... the cat trainers. The cats are the army. <laughs> I know, but now you've got an army of trainers. No, like, for no, the cats. they're not part of the army. They're they're service personnel. 
So they're just basically people up front who are going to get shot? No, that's what, the cats are going to shoot the other people first. How hard would it be to shoot a cat if you're a soldier on a battlefield? You think it's easy to shoot a cat, but look how small their profile is compared to a human. you got a guy walking at you with an AK. That's I just a got, huge. Do you how, how many silhouettes have you seen at the gun range of cat? <laughs> Especially one with an AK ripped on his back, and he's all like vicious looking, like he's excited about it. Let me tell you something. I've played World War II, Call of Duty, just recently, and I know that I could fucking put the MG down on the ground and just fucking start ruining cats' days. Okay. And I'm a I'm a dog person, so it wouldn't are, hurt my feelings. Cats at are all. not coming straight out of MG nest at all. Have you ever seen a cat hunt? They don't like, hey mouse, hey mouse. This is what dogs do. Hey animal, I'm gonna start chasing you now. Run, 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 run. Run from me. Cats are all like fucking idiot. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Cats cats do make it more of a game. Like cats play you with don't their prey. Know the cats shit. come until a cat's on its way. <laughs> well, a cat also decides what they're going to do with their prey. You're going to be sitting in your machine gun nest and the grenade's going to land in there. Or I'm going to get stabbed from behind like that. <laughs> with a fucking blade between its teeth and shit. <laughs> Sneaking up on me like a fucking Nazi and just... Ah! <laughs> the sound of a man being stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> Do that again. Ah! It's <laughs> <laughs> comical stabbing ever. Was without a doubt the worst episode ever. Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes, registering my disgust throughout the world. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. This is not over, folks, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming to Now That I'm Older. It's time for who do you trust? Hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, money. Who do you trust? Me? I'm giving away free money. And where is the Batman? He's at home. Washing his tights. <laughs>